in this show are those of the authors. Any content provided by our bloggers or authors are of their opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, municipality, individual, or anyone or anything. He's a surgeon. He's a 100-ton boat captain. He's a lieutenant on Seaside Heights Beach Patrol in New Jersey. He's a member of the Coast Guard Auxiliary. He's Dr. Michael Kachmar. Need answers to your medical questions? We have them. Listen in to hear latest on medical topics related to all that and more. Hello, this is Dr. Kachmar. This is uh, Life Gardening with Dr. Michael Kachmar. Hello, where's my, there I am, here I am. With Dr. Michael Kachmar. Yeah, this is with Dr. Michael Kachmar. Hello, today's date is uh, September the 13th. all in your shot here. Today is September 13th. Yeah, you guys didn't fix me up here. September 13th. Oh, yeah, you uh, just did a show. <laughs> the year, uh, year of our Lord, 2022. And uh, we have a, a, a special guest. Uh, he just uh, flew in from uh, Australia. He's an Australian lifeguard. No. And, uh, and uh, he brought his board with him. He's going to show. He's going to demonstrate. How to stand up on How a stand up paddleboard. We have uh, uh, Tyler. What's Hello, up, Tyler. Gang? He's got the SHPP. I don't know if we're allowed to wear that, but who cares? This is a sergeant shirt. I'm Ooh, definitely not allowed great. to wear it. That's good. That's, listen, if you're going to go, go go big. Right? Uh, yeah, we have uh, our uh, uh, Nick, Nick the Greek here. The Greek. Uh, Nick oh. the Greek. You don't know who Nick the Greek was, did you? No, you don't remember? You don't never knew that guy. He was a big time football yeah. uh, uh, gambler. He's well, Nick the Greek. He was pretty good. And uh, who wants to introduce our guest? Here's our guest. <sighs> Anybody want to introduce him? <laughs> uh, this Nick is my, the Greek. This is my buddy, uh, John. This is uh, John. <laughs> we went to middle school, high school together. Yeah. Uh, been friends with him for a while. Kind of haven't seen each other in a bit. I know. But, uh, it's been a while. Now, John, where do you, where do you lifeguard at? You so I lifeguard in Spring Lake. Spring Lake. That's yeah. why the shirt says Spring Lake. Yeah. Okay. You know, now... <laughs> now now that I'm thinking about it, him being you being a Jackson guy, how did you not end up at the Seaside Heights Beach Patrol? Because uh, didn't we talk about this one time maybe before? Because yeah. Lemke, maybe? No. Was he the one? I, I didn't meet Doof until I almost can you down, uh, during the minimize that for me? That screen. <laughs> yeah, I'm, try, I'm looking up Nick the Greek. Okay. Well, it was oh, he, Nick the Greek. He was the guy uh, uh, proctoring your exam. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yep. So, like, first thing we did in rookie school was we swam an ocean mile, and then we had to run to a down like three or four stands, and I nearly died. <laughs> I'll admit it. Um, but I was able to get out, and then my legs cramped up, and Doof <laughs> ran with me while I could only bend my legs at a 45-degree angle. Oh, so that's where I met Doof. <laughs> but uh, I swam with kids in high school. I swam with Pat Idank and Johnny Nutt, who both uh, still work at Spring Link sometimes, but mm -hmm. they were like, you know, I was working for a pool company at the time, um, not lifeguarding so much anymore, but I was doing lifeguard instructing and auditing. And he, they were like, you know, you got to come to the beach. Um, yeah. My dad was the same way. Um, he was like, you know, there's nothing like the beach. He lifeguarded for a while in uh, in New York City. So. Oh really? Yeah. Uh, on a pool or on a beach? Uh, both. I'm pretty oh, wow. sure he was in Great Kills Park on the beach for a while. Wow. So, but, uh, wow. Yeah, he well, did that's that. That's pretty neat. Yeah. That's pretty. That's pretty neat. So what? Uh, you didn't find Nick the Greek, huh? <laughs> uh, I did find Nick the Greek actually. <laughs> I, 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 uh, Nick, I, I, Nick Dandolos. No, that's is not that him. Yeah, no, it's a gambler no. and high roller, a uh, Greek professional oh, gambler. Oh yeah, and high okay. Roller. What does he look like? Let me see. I uh, pretty Greek, I guess. Yeah, I that's know. not. Yes, yeah, uh, he was a. Uh, definitely, definitely doesn't look like this guy. No, 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 no. <laughs> so uh, what are you talking about? Uh, no. So anyway, can we? So I want to. Uh, we have a couple things I want to show. Can you? Sh so um, our uh, one of our lifeguards. He's a. Um, he's actually my attorney. 
It's funny. He's my attorney. I feel like a, you know Gonzo. That you know he's my attorney, but he's also an unbelievable uh, waterman. And here's a picture of him right here. And uh, look at this. Look at this. Isn't that amazing? Can you see this? Yeah. Dude, you got. He's got two videos. I do oh, that wow. one again. That here it goes right here. Look at this. Oh man, that is unbelievable. Yeah, that's crazy. The, shot right now, he's there. six foot something, right? <clears throat> he's yeah, six foot two. Mike that, Jacobus. Yeah, Mike Jacobus. He's our. He's our. He's our. Uh, so he's on the beach. He works with us. He is an unbelievable. I tell you, you see him ride waves with the boat. He's really good. And look how dark it is. This is. See the lights there. This is the sun's not even up yet. He's yeah, he's yeah, out barely. there like six thirty <clears throat> in the morning. Yeah, this was Saturday, I believe, when it was firing. Yeah, look at that. It was like it's like glass. Look at that ocean. That's so cool. And look at the lights out there. He takes the boat out. I like how he surfs the boat, the lifeguard boats, the Van Dyne. He um he stands on the back. And uh, I, I don't see, I don't, oh, look at that. That's, oh, my God. Look at that. That's a, that's a million-dollar picture right there. They call that the green some, room. Oh, uh, uh, look at that. Wow. What? Is that what they? When you get uh, barreled? Yeah. yeah. Look at that. That's the green me. That's, um, uh, take it right. Look at that. Wow. Look at that way. I didn't see Bales. these. He didn't show me these. Oh, that's great. That's a GoPro. <laughs> I tell you, those GoPros are unbelievable. Yeah, they're mm -hmm. crazy. I mean, and you know how, you know what's nice, too? Look how quick. I mean, there's not much water on the lens. I mean, not you know, at all. Here you it's, go. Look it's, at this. It, it's just amazing. Wow. Mike's unbelievable. He's such a great athlete. and um, Soccer player, too. Uh, he's just tough. And he's, like, you know, on break, he's 55 years old. On a break, he'll swim out the, to the buoy. I mean, he's just, uh, I can't, I, I, I can't just, he's one of our, I'm so glad he came back <clears> to the beach, you know. And he works, and he sits yeah. the wood, too. And he's, it's just so nice to have him. We, uh, we showed the video of him uh, riding a wave in the boat. Last week, as well, or on oh, Friday, you? I think we showed that when, uh, we, were, when we were talking to. Uh, I don't even. Paul. Oh, that was Junie. We showed Junie. We didn't have one of him riding. No, I, yeah, I showed the video of. Oh, you did, uh, Mike riding. Yeah. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, you, no, I, you were there. I th I thought it was. Uh, I thought you know. Yeah, maybe. I, yeah. So he's he's an amazing <laughs> amazing athlete. That was pretty good. There was some big ocean. Unfortunately, there was some drownings too, and uh, I just read the article about the uh, uh, drowning in Love Ladies. And uh, there was one in uh, Saturday. So it was one in Love Ladies on Saturday and one in um, uh, Seaside Park, unfortunately. No lifeguards <coughs> on duty. Uh, Where and, is Love Ladies? Uh, Love Ladies is Long Beach, uh, Long Beach Island. It's the northern part, more northern part of Long Beach Island. Yeah. Like, by, like so, by the lighthouse? Uh, not that far, but yeah, that part, yeah. the northern part of the island. And then there was a Thursday, there was a lifeguard drowned in Ocean City. A lifeguard? Excuse me, not a lifeguard. A former lifeguard. What I'm told is a former lifeguard. I did hear but, about that. But, he, but it was uh, definitely a person uh, in Ocean City. Oh, I didn't hear Thursday. about that. Thursday, yeah. Yeah. How did old? 50-something, 58, uh, maybe. I don't know. Guy. Yeah. 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 And um, uh, they had a, let me see, yesterday I was told that they had a, they pulled somebody out. They were alive, but in Ortley, I think, they, uh, they did a, um, the rescue. A time Seaside, of year. Seaside Heights, uh, um, uh, what do you call it, fire department did a rescue. Yeah, it's this time of year, and that's why you got to have life course. I was, I did the, I ran the boards yesterday up in Spring Lake. You guys have, um, they, I see the guys, the two um, ATVs were there. Yeah, yeah. So, so you must have, yeah. what are they, patrolling? They yeah, so we actually work in the pool. Um, so mm. we're the pool guards uh, mm. and watch all the old people swim laps. And then when there is a call that goes out, dispatch will reach out to us, and we'll head out on the uh, ATVs. Do you, do you guys uh, patrol though? Generally, unless you get a, if you don't get a call, do you no. go up and down? No. Yeah, no. If we don't okay. get a call, we're not we're not out unless we're putting the quads away from the south. Um, okay. Other than that, yeah, we're in the pool. 
How long does the pool stay open until? Uh, it's nine to six, so it's normal no, hours for the pool. No, but how many until what time of year? Like yeah, how long no, are you guys? Well, gonna I be? think the last day is actually the twenty fifth. So usually okay. it's October, but I think okay. it's the twenty fifth this year. Okay, so at least you guys are there in case you know you could you can make a you know you could run yeah. somewhere. Mm -hmm. That's John, good. just when you talk into the mic, just try to talk like right into the top. <laughs> All right. Yeah, we you got to be a little bit loud. We should have addressed that before we started the yeah, show, yeah, yeah. but you know, <laughs> that's fine. Right on the top. <laughs> yeah, we could. Uh, I have to look at your uh, when you talk. Yes, yeah. Well, I'll watch your monitor now. See if you're right. loud enough. How we doing? Yeah, you got to. You, you, you should hear it in your ears. You I can know? hear live it. Live during show mic check. Yeah, check, check. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Hamilton to. Uh, so let's check. yeah radio check let's um <laughs> let's talk about this one this is this is something that kind of dovetails into you know my realm it's medicine but um it's really there's a it's a real entity it's called postpartum depression and it's after a woman has a baby and they get depressed and they get really depressed and you'll see once in a while it's a tragedy but they actually um you know kill their children and we're not so sure what's happened here but this is a drowning so this happened when did this happen it was this uh saturday in Coney Island? Coney yeah. Island Beach, uh, early Monday. Can you pull so, that up for yeah. us? can share the screen. So it says Island Beach, early Monday. But that might Coney, be... Coney Island Beach. Okay, there it is. That was cut off there. Three young children die after they were <coughs> found alone on Coney, Coney, uh, excuse me, Coney Island Beach, early Monday. And, and their disturbed mother is sus suspected of drowning them. That's really tough. Look at the ages. Seven, four, and three months. <coughs> That's crazy. Yep. Discovered you know. unconscious on the beach near the shoreline in Brooklyn on West 35th Street. Their 30-year-old mom, Erin Murdy, called a cousin saying she drowned them, according to a police source. Mm. Another relative, Murdy's aunt, Dean, is that Stephen or Stephen? Whatever. Told the Stephen, Daily News. That, it looks, that's how it's spelled, yeah, Stephen. Uh, told the Daily News, last I spoke to Aaron, she was struggling. However, I did not realize it was this bad. Many family members have struggled with mental illness. Yeah. That's a sad case. That's a sad so, case. You know, wait, wait, sorry, Cashmore. So you said it's it's what? Post what depression? Post postpartum. Uh, postpartum. So after they have a baby, some women, a lot of women go into depression. Not severe, but there's a level of depression. I, I, and again, I'm not a, first of all, I'm not an OBGYN. I'm not a psychiatrist or psychologist, but... Uh, you know, I've seen it, and um, you got to be aware of it. And I think it's so it's something that the women get depressed. And you know, you have to be careful. I, you know, as lifeguards, you know, here's a situation where, I mean, if you were on duty and something like that, I don't know if they would have done it. You know, in front of the lifeguards or near the lifeguards. But you know, you, <laughs> you know, you think I don't mean to make a joke of it, yeah. but you know, we we work, we see everything. Yeah. You know, I, I can imagine you know going, hey, uh, Nick, is that what's that lady doing with her kids? Yeah. You know, yeah. There, there was one in Island. There was one in Island Beach State Park. Uh, maybe about seven, eight years ago, and um, it was a father who went down there with his son. His son had some disability, and it was a pretty calm day, but there was a rip, and, and the son drowned. I was out on my boat listening to the uh, Coast Guard go back and forth with it with the beach patrol, and um, it was not where the lifeguards was a protected beach, and it was a lot of chitter-chatter uh, behind the scenes going, well, why did he take the kid down there? Why wasn't he where the lifeguards are? I mean, obviously the ch child had some major issues, and you know there was some 
allegate not allegations but maybe rumors that well maybe he did this purposely you, you don't know what's in somebody's heart you know yeah. it's hard to prove and i mean god you know but it, but it does happen you know and um i just think they went out in the water they didn't realize it was that bad they both got in trouble and you know he couldn't save his child you know so um, they recovered the body in two hours, which I think was a you know a really a, a, a tribute to the beach patrol and, and, the, and the coast guard. Uh, but um, uh, you know you see this. I've seen this in Philadelphia where a woman threw her kids off the bridge. But um, anyway, it, you have to be careful, you know. And uh, but it's sad, and we uh, our prayers go out to that family. But it's it's, it's um, I, I thought it was interesting because it is you know lifeguarding, it is beach, it's drowning. Is, is there yeah. any type of like? Warning? Uh, no, like leading theory as to why this is the case, mm. why this happens. I didn't do any research on it, so I really can't comment on it right now. I mean, I didn't, I know, I didn't, I didn't have time, uh, but I, I might do a show on 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 that. You know, uh, it, it's a little bit out of my wheelhouse. You know, uh, I try to tend to stay away from mental illness. <laughs> I mean, it's a tough subject, but I know it exists. It's there, and I've seen, and I, and you, and you got to be really aware of it. You know, it's I, tough because it's so abstract. Like it's, well, it's, there's depression is tough. There's so Depre many different yeah. levels uh, uh, to it. Uh, uh, yeah. Listen, mental, I'll tell you what, <coughs> depression, there's a lot of people who have bipolar manic depression and, you know, a lot of people who wind up killing themselves uh, uh, or have behavior that tends to end their life have, have major issues, you know, and it's mm -hmm. in, it, 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 you know, to, when you have illness in the mind, it's tough. We, we as doctors try to, um, you know, feel people out and, um, you know, try to evaluate. I, I mean, there's medicine I could give you that could make you more depressed. So, uh, you know, if I feel that you're depressed to begin with, I might stay away from certain medications. So we try to deal with that. But this is just a tragedy on many levels, you know. And uh, But you, I've seen it before, you know. And I just thought, because it, it's in our wheelhouse as far as a drowning, um, you know, I, you got to be careful. What about the, this weekend? Uh, we'll just throw this out while we're talking <coughs> about lifeguarding, you know. And uh, um, so we're, this was Saturday, and I was down uh, about 100 yards, maybe 200 yards Yeah, you were north. around, like, yeah, like Webster, in between Webster right. and Sumner. Well, no, yeah, nobody on our, on our show is not going to know that. But, yeah, so, oh, yeah, no, so just true. to give it, yeah. you know, and, and, and so Nick <laughs> is on the one stand, and I see Nick get up and, and, and blow at this guy, and he's about almost waist deep to, to chest deep. And we weren't, it was double yellow, a double red flag, but it was already now, it was break time, I think. So it was start, the tide was starting to come in. And or maybe it was even later. And um, well, we got out of there at five, so it was probably well, around wait, three. Are we talking about the uh, it's the child? The, uh, yeah. The yeah. Down Let's just what time was that? that this was not my stand. No, no. Okay. So what happened was, so he, I, I see that, and I, I'm like, all right, let me go. I, so I, I take the um, ATV and I start driving down, <coughs> and but I wasn't in a hurry or anything. The guy didn't look like he was in trouble, but I mean, it was right in front of the run. You know, Hamilton. Mm -hmm. It was not it, not his water. No, but, but it was pulling. Yeah, it, it was between the two <coughs> stands, and the stands were pretty far apart. It was pulling, and, you know, a, a few more steps, and the guy would have been off his feet. But when I pull up, I realize he's helping some, some other person. And that person, you know, was off their feet. And, and they were close. They were right on the edge. And, and that day, it would have been bad, you know. But they start to come out. I take all my – I go down, and it was he, – he comes out, and I can – and I see there's another person. I can – right off the bat, I can see he is, uh, was uh, Down syndrome, but bad, you know, bad Down syndrome. Uh, and I and I said, I, you guys okay? And he said, yeah. And I said, is he with you? I know you, you know, we in Seaside, you got to ask that <clears throat> because yeah. I can tell you right now, I was right. He wasn't. He goes, no. And the guy kind of like got a little attitude, like I just saved this kid, you know. Mm -hmm. Like, but we were on top of it. I mean, it, didn't, it took that was maybe thirty seconds, you know, may, you know, not even that. And uh, so I said, well, where's your wh who are you here with? Where's your parents? He goes over there. So I walk over, and the woman's sitting there reading a the book. Mm -hmm. And actually, it's kind of, you know, and and I'm like, what? 
completely oblivious. I said, you got, yeah. I said, ma'am, you got to watch your son. She goes, I'm watching. I watch him. I go, well, how you watch him? You, did you see what just happened? I said, I respectfully disagree that you're watching him. I said, we, you know, he, uh, we just had to take him out of the water. And uh, I said, this is a double red flag. You, I, I'm all about Americans with disability. If you want him to go near the water's edge, just like everybody else, you know, uh, ankle deep, you have to hold his hand. And that was the end of the conversation. But that was, um, you know, yeah, that was a close one there. Yeah, I, I don't know. Um, I guess they don't, just don't understand that the water's so bad, and um, and uh, they want their children. Well, you know. I, I think that, like, when talking to people, <clears throat> I think the reason why they think that it's not that bad is because, let's say it's low tide and it's kind of big, that whitewash is coming up, like, you know, 70 yards after the wave mm-hmm. has already mm-hmm. crashed. Mm-hmm. So they're thinking, oh, well, like, the wave's already crashed. It probably doesn't have any strength to it, but, you know... I don't think and they're thinking and that yeah. far. Even no. just a, a well-balanced, no. athletic human being can be standing no. in, you no. know, waist to, to, to knee-deep water, and some big whitewash can come by and yeah. sweep you right off. I, I think it's more like if I give you an EKG strip and you look at it, it, it you you get nothing out of that. <laughs> yeah, if I, I give would not you, know what If I'm I give you, at. like, a, a poem, you know, and, and written in saying, Chinese, yeah. you'd be, you, you got, you, to you, it's, you know, I think that when they look at the ocean, they have no friggin' idea. Yeah. Because yeah. I have people go, I go, listen, it's up a young frag, it's bad. He goes, is it rough out? It's bad? It's a bad ocean? I like, yeah. you have no idea. Yeah, so. last year, was, it was uh, after Labor Day, and we're on the beach, and there's these two guys, and they're literally like, just like, oh, well, let me, seems like a good rip. Dives yeah, right into know. the rip. I don't know. We get them out. They, we didn't have to go for them. They were able to uh, walk out of the, the, the water, but they're like, yo, why, why can't we swim? I'm like, yeah, we got that. dude, look about 40 yards out. That's like... A six foot wave that's coming over, like you're getting hit by like the remnants of it, but it's still strong. And like, it's not even that bad. Yeah. It's, it's pretty well, calm. So I got, I got, I got the perfect one. I was telling Mike about this. So, so that same time, you're gonna love this one, John. You're gonna love this story. Okay. So, I go. To, so there's a family there, right? And I, and I, and uh, little kids. And I would say to one kid, there's two two episodes. The one, the one, uh, the lifeguard, uh, Mike Hall, I call him Hollandaise sauce. Uh, <laughs> He, um, Mulholland. Mulholland. Lifeguard of the year, Mickey Holland. Life, yeah. Right. So there's, he goes, catch more. He goes, these kids are not listening to me. I've whistled at him three, four times. So I go down there and I whistle. And the kid turns around. This kid's maybe eight, nine years old. He goes, what's the problem? It's like yelling at me. Like, <laughs> why don't you leave me alone? Like, just like, I, and I'm sorry myself. I remember so watching I'm like, this happen. I, I'm like, this kid's got to be autistic <laughs> or something. So I'm, I'm cool about it. And uh, I go, listen, you got to get out. And he goes, he goes, why do I got to get out? I hate you. I hate you, Mr. Lifeguard. Like, just unloading on uh-huh. me, right? It's really, really, I, 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 you know, I'm just saying, there's something wrong with this kid. So the mom, mom comes over. And uh, so it's him and another girl. And I'm like, listen, um, it's, it's, um, I said, you can't swim here. It's hurricane safe. Sur- surf. So the girl goes, I don't think so. If it was a hurricane, they'd have evacuations. <laughs> She's like probably 10 years old. So, you know, I can't. What are you going to say? That's, then, like, that's like something yeah. Ava would say. Then, no, no, no. Then, then, no, she wouldn't be, she wouldn't be that stupid. You know, well, then, you the, then, I go, I, then, then I go, well, I, I said, listen, it's really, I said, the ocean's really bad. And the kid goes, Oh, yeah? Well, I don't believe that because there's boats out there. If it was that bad, there wouldn't be boats out there. I go, that's a freaking, you know. It's an ocean liner. It's, it's, it's a tanker that's. Yeah, you it's bigger than the Titanic. I, I, buddy. I, never had, I never had two kids that, like, challenged me like that. They were, like, right in my face. You know, it was, it was pretty funny. 
And so I said, I actually said to the mom, I said, listen, if you cannot control your kids, <laughs> I'm going to have to call the police. And, you know, you're, you're, I don't know what else to tell you. I'm going to send them to juvie. I mean, uh, you know, they were out of control. They were out of control. It was, it was pretty, I was laughing. I was like, oh my God. Did you see them when they were yelling? The kid yeah, was, was yelling at me. I was me. watching it from afar and I could yell, hear him. And I hear he was his, yelling. I hate you, Mr. Lifeguard. I didn't even say and it's like, <laughs> like, like, I love how they say Mr. Lifeguard or Mrs. Lifeguard because. <laughs> They don't know what to say. They're like, I hate you, lifeguard. Mm. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. I get, called, I get called officer. <laughs> officer. But officer. But officer. <laughs> yeah, they think you're a cop. <laughs> yeah. so, then, then I had another one. So, so then I'm sitting there. Who am I sitting with now? I can't remember. Uh, let me just think for a minute. Lady, this lady came running up. It was, um, it was Jack. It was Jack. Jack Van Stoof, you know, Jack. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah I like it. And so this lady comes running. Now this this weekend we had jellyfish. Did you see the, the jellyfish? They oh, were horrible. They had the, the, the legs, right? Oh, we had right. them really bad. So yeah. she comes running up like, like, like something like somebody's drowned or something. You know, so I'm like, oh boy, here it comes. You know, what's going on? She goes, I, I, there's there's jellyfish all over the place and people are touching them. And what are you gonna do about it? <laughs> yeah, she wanted Jack to find all the jellyfish along the shoreline, walk them. 50 yards to the pier and bury all of them. Uh, like, so like, man, Jack, man. Jack caught a pretty good sting. Yeah, 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 yeah. We got yeah, stung yeah. up pretty bad. Yeah, you yeah, did yeah. too? Yeah, not you know, me personally. He, but yeah. A few of us got pretty bad. He was reading out. into this, and I, I could be mistaken, so don't take my word for this, but uh, that specific type of jellyfish apparently injects like pigment into your skin. Either injects it, I don't know, does something. But... So his his it's like a literally a perfect triangle right on like the upper inside of his bicep. He was reading it. It could take like a year or two. Oh, so for it's, a free, yeah. it's a free for tattoo. that. Yeah, yeah. For like, well, I, I tell you what, I don't, know, I, 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 I don't know if he's being like no, 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 fucking with us or not when he yeah. says something like that. Well, I, I, I wouldn't put that past him because no, he told I me know, that, I know. and I totally no. bought it. And then, I like, two it. days later, I'm, like, sitting in my house. I'm, like, <laughs> no, I don't think he'd bullshit. Uh, he might be <laughs> fucking with me. But I'll tell you this. I've never seen this type of jellyfish. I've never, yeah. I've no, never, I mean, I've been like, here for they're small, species. right? No, I, I ne- usually, they have the ones that we get are, are, you know, the ones that are just round, like a pu- hockey puck. But yeah. then you have the ones that have long kind of red tentacles, mm-hmm. thin, very thin. These are fat, fat tentacles. And they're not that long. I've never seen jellyfish like this. Uh, the one I saw was about like yay big. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. They're small, and I, you know, I actually, uh, uh, you know, threw a couple back. But she, so anyway, answered with the lady. I said, "Ma'am, we're lifeguards. I mean, I, I you know, I, nothing I could do about it." But she was like, "Oh, you got to do something, you know." But you now they were weird. I've never seen them. I really, and there might be something a new species that's coming in the area, or, not, or maybe it's I the hope water. Not. I've never. Remember a couple never, years back when everyone's scared about the man of wars in the water. Oh, yeah. yeah. Everyone was like freaking out. We're gonna. I don't from Portuguese. You know, uh, I think we talked about this recently, but they're not jellyfish. No, I remember. No, they're like a uh, some kind of like multi-celled. Yeah, they're nasty. At least you could see them in in parts of the world. Group of organisms that like work together. Right. Jellyfish in general are just weird. Like, what are you? Hmm? Jellyfish are just weird in general. Like, yeah. What are you? You don't have a brain. You just have a nervous system. You float around the ocean. That could kill you. Willy nilly. But by the you know. They could kill you. They have down in tor- in Tortola, we got the box jellyfish, and but in Australia they got the small, small ones. In Tortola, they're the a little bit bigger. Ones, right? They're about the biggest your thumb, you know. And um, but you you get stung by them, they hurt. They hurt really. They get you get real sick. You could you could be vomiting. And so the, the box jellyfish, there's all different kinds. What's, what's everyone here's biggest fear in the ocean? Ooh, 
No. Honestly, just one hundred percent jellyfish. Really? Yeah. Like, uh, so I spearfish once in a while before work. Great time. Where at? Uh, in the, in the secret spots. I was about to go to secret. <laughs> mm. <laughs> oh, over. Oh, oh uh, I should. Uh, yeah. yeah. Don't tell anybody. In the ocean, uh, specifically <laughs> the Atlantic. I feel like the Pacific <laughs> where you commute. But uh, yeah, we've had some interesting run-ins with animals. Um, jellyfish freak me out. Like, I just can't do it. No, I'm not a fan. But, like, rays, skates, that kind of stuff. Got chased out by a shark once. That was a fun story. Oh, yeah. let's hear that one. So, yeah. So, me and my buddy Matt, um, me and my buddy Matt actually started spearfishing together. Um, I told him during my rookie year, I was like, yeah, I want to try this out. And he was like, all right, let's do it. So, we went out with our board shorts and a torp and spears and had no idea what we were doing. <laughs> um and yeah dude we're spear fishers now yeah cloudy water you couldn't see your hand in front of your face <laughs> we free dive yeah but i saw this little flash in front of me and shot it and it was a it was a trigger fish which is what we usually go for um and we were hooked that was it um so and then that over the next few years yeah we, good eating too yeah really good um over the next few years we put ourselves together to do it legally <laughs> not that we were exactly doing it illegally but still um but we definitely put kids together and stuff but one morning um this was i think it was in 2019 no, it was in 2020. Uh, we were out, and I, I shot a striper. It was early. It was, like, June. So that the, the striper was delicious. Oh, my. Th it's the best fish I've ever eaten. I just had it yeah. last night. Yeah. So. Crazy. Um, From when we caught them? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. They're, they're, it was the best fish I've ever eaten. Mm -hmm. um, but I shot it in the stomach, so it was bleeding a lot. Um, <coughs> so I went and put it out on, my, on the stringer on the buoy to, to let it die before I sized it. Um, went back in the jetty, whatever, did my thing. And I went back out, like, maybe 15 minutes later. And I'm sizing it on my pole spear. Um, with like the the tape I have at the different points, and I see something in the corner of my eye, and I'm like, "This is gonna get interesting. <laughs> Someone is out here with us." So I look, and it's I'm pretty sure it was a lemon shark from what I could tell. Uh -huh. um, it was probably around five feet, and it was just going east, and I was like, "Oh, swimming away my. from you?" Yeah, and I was like, "I am never getting in the ocean ever again." <laughs> yeah. Um. So I like we. I've never swam so fast before in my life. Like I probably beat all my college time yeah. swimming back in. It was horrifying. It's funny, like <laughs> when you when you yeah. like get freaked out in the yeah. ocean, you start swimming as fast yeah, as you can, literally. as if that makes like some type of yeah. difference. Mm -hmm. But uh, but yeah, the shark didn't eat it. Uh, we went out and got it with a kayak and brought it home and cooked it up. Or it was literally the best seafood. See, I've ever a, 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 yeah. a couple of things about that story. First of all, you, you know it's almost impossible to catch trigger fish other than spear. Yeah, yeah, they're very hard. And, and uh, I've wrecked fished for 25 years. I never caught a trigger fish, but you know, we go down. I have guys who um, who would anchor up next to me and go down scuba dive and bring up trigger fish. Oh my god, that's beautiful! And, and, uh, oh, and uh, look up common gray trigger fish. They look like Furbies. They're really ugly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> one kid caught one. I remember uh, many a few years ago. Somebody caught one, one off one off the yeah, bridge. Look at, the, look at an image. Let's see. Yeah, yeah. There oh, you this, go. Wait, it froze up there. Yeah, they're thick white meat. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, there we go. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, they're they're kind of hideous. <laughs> but the um, getting back to the shark, you know what what I've I've done spear fishing down in the Caribbean. Mm -hmm. I did and I've done a lot of it and uh, with other people. And what I always first of all, you always wear a wetsuit and yeah. you cover up everything. Mm -hmm. Even even because the water's warm, because you get the box jellyfish and they'll hurt you oh, big yeah. time. The other thing is that I learned is that you know what, what they tell you is. You know, like uh, you don't want to have a bunch of fish trailing behind you in a bag or on a on a on a, on a uh, you know um, a bait hook. Yeah. Uh, because because they'll smell it. They'll well, you're like it. Yeah. You go, the guy used to tell me, you know, the island guy says, like you're like a giant hook bait. You know, like mm -hmm. you take a hook and you put a bunch of bait on it <laughs> and you throw it in the water. Well, that's yeah. what you're doing. It's, yeah. He says, you know, and 
we, as soon as we caught one fish, we just bring it right up to the dinghy and throw it in. He didn't, you know, he, and he says, that's one thing that you got. That's the biggest mistake that a lot of people do. They get lazy, you know, especially if you're, if you're scuba diving, you don't have to come up, you know, and you, and you got a belt and you, it's a big piece. I don't know if you ever use it. It's a, it's a big metal thing and you just clip the fish. You put it through their gill and through their mouth. Yeah. It's a and stringer. You, yeah. A stringer. Yeah. And, but now you got, you know, four or five fish, if they're not too big yeah. and you're, you're stangling, they're bleeding. You know, and that's if they're still alive, that's not good either because the electricity. And now a shark's coming along, and they're like, hmm, that looks good. They don't even bite you, but they take the fish they in your hip. the water. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, but anyway, um, that's, yeah, uh, the, you know, the, the trigger fish. But sharks around here, and I always tell these guys, and I'll, I'll leave you with this. I, f- I fished shark fishing every year, and the season is in June, and I've done, I've done it over 20 years. And... Thou- hundreds and hundreds of boats go out there. We go out usually to the Fingers or different places, the Riser Wreck. You go out there, you chum, you chum for hours and hours and hours. And the only fish that I ever caught, ever saw, and anybody ever caught were either blue blue sharks or uh, makos. Mm-hmm. You know, I know that you got some now, uh, the uh, uh, tiger uh, sand sharks coming up because some people, you know, yeah. have seen them. But I don't know. I don't know how aggressive. You know, I think that the... Uh, uh, the, uh, they're pretty far out, and I wouldn't be worried too much about <laughs> Those it. Those are fucking <laughs> ugly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Those are so, – imagine that's what you saw out there by yeah, the buoy. I'd be like, it's a dentist. I tell, I tell you, Mako's <laughs> – but show him show Mako. Show him Mako's teeth. So this right here is a sand tiger. Right, show him Mako, though. And I and I catch tons of Mako, and there's tons of Mako out there. How what it used to get? be. Show him Mako's teeth. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's okay. a sexy looking shark. Now that ain't, that's that's a mako, man. That ain't no. They that used is to a call, handsome shark, right? They used to call that. Um, I don't. Know if that's a mako that you're showing. That is it's right like there. Yeah, definitely mako. That's a short fin mako shark. I'm not so sure. Yeah, but um, and the blue sharks. That's what you have around here. But nobody's Art. ever gotten you know hit by a mako. They used to call I, mako. They used to call brielle swordfish. Mm-hmm. And if you when you when you you if you get it and you clean it real quick and you, and, and you won't know the difference between a mako and swordfish. Mm. That's how aren't, good it aren't is. Aren't Mako's the fastest shark? They are pretty fast, right. yeah. When you look like the fastest. 40, all right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You were pretty fast when, uh, who was it who said they felt, we were doing a buoy swim, it was me, you, and Mickey Holland. Yeah, who else was out there with us? I don't, I don't know. know. We're, just, we're swimming a buoy, and it was, like, we had, we were all, like, feeling, it was just one of those mornings. Murky was, like, water, kind of just overcast. That eerie, ominous. Oh, you get that eerie, like, <clears throat> Yeah, that, and they're, like, that yeah. midwinter chill. Yeah. <laughs> they're, like, we're swimming, we're swimming a buoy today. Uh-huh. And all of us were just, like, and, like, five minutes before, my stand partner, like, calls me over. He's, like, yeah, I just, like, saw something out there. <laughs> and I'm, like, like thanks, man. Like, I appreciate that. So we start swimming. <laughs> And uh, uh, Mickey, who you were just talking about, takes a stroke and just, like, just feels something, like, his entire stroke, just, like, <laughs> along, like, a, uh-huh. a, a dark body. And he looks down, and he's like, and then I've never heard a grown man scream like this. He was like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> and we're, like, we're still, like, 25 <laughs> yards from the buoy. And yeah. I'm just like, we're turning around. Everybody get out. And then these guys were like, nah, dude, we got to finish it. <laughs> Well, you got, like, I'm, the, I'm the senior guard in the situation. Oh, I'm being the biggest this. bitch about it. Well, you don't. I was scared. Yeah, just, you know, you got to be smart about it. Because I have friends who, uh, uh, you know, in New Zealand and um, Australia, and they 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 swim with the sharks. They um, surf. Like one thing you don't want to do is when there's a lot of bait fish. You don't want to swim through a bait fish. So m- one day I was swimming out to the buoy, and I, I got just shy of the buoy, and it was, you know, big 
wall of bait fish, you know. And, and I mean, it looks very impressive. Well, you know, I angst, I turned right around. You don't Doc swim. was telling me a story once that he ended up like in the middle of a pot of bait fish and he's just <coughs> swimming, just like getting smacked in yeah, the face. Yeah. Like. Yeah. yeah, that's where you could get, that's where you could get bit. And actually, what's below those fish is usually stripers and, and um, uh, bluefish. Blue right? blue they just fish, feed there. And, you know, they could whack, they could take part of your toe off. So you could get injured, you know, just a striper, you think? A, a bluefish no, for a blue sure. Fish. A b- I mean, from you know. just like fishing over in IBSP all the time, the lures like you can't use a nice lure when going from bluefish. Uh, it yeah. will like, but it's like fight like crazy. Those yeah, those but, steel yeah. hooks but, will rip right. off. But but think about the odds and think about so quickly. How many people swim in our in our ocean? You know, from from Cape May all the way up to Sandy Hook, hundreds of thousands, maybe over Some might say know, millions, millions. So probably <laughs> millions. And how, when is the last time anybody got you know killed by a shark? And it's been yeah. going on for you, so I'm not so. I don't know. Let's that. look it up. Yeah. Let's you know. bring ourselves some bad juju. No, I don't think it's happening. The season's over, so I'm good. No, I don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So what's the? Um, Do all the research. So you're, you you're like. a Jackson guy. So yeah. you grew up in the woods like us. Yep. Um, <laughs> what's like the learning curve for like spearfishing? You said you, you started, you yeah, knew nothing. So we literally were like, all right, we want to do this. And we bought, I think I bought my spear on Amazon that night. <laughs> got it primed two days. <laughs> Thanks, Mom. Um, and, yeah, we, we tried it out. I wore, I have this power top that's like a vest, <laughs> and it's camouflaged. It's like a Viker vest. I got, I got it my rookie year. And I was like, I was in that and board shorts, and I was like, <laughs> I literally look like a goober, but yeah. it's fine. <laughs> um, but like now, I have a, I have like a full <coughs> set of gear. I have a weight belt, um, wetsuit, four spear fishing. Uh, we have like buoy setups and uh, all that stuff. So mm. uh, yeah, it was really interesting to learn. But it's kind of just as you go, you just like learn what to look for. But uh, mainly, we lo- really just learned our jetties that we were at specifically in that. I'm not going to tell you where. Your secret jetties. <laughs> uh, the secret, secret jetties. jetties. So yeah, we've we, narrowed it down. Yeah. <laughs> so it is at jetties. Um, we don't. We never tried the inlet. The inlet is very sharky from what we hear. Um, mm. Shark River and the Manasquan. Uh, we never really tried. But, yeah, we mainly. Um, do people spearfish there? Yeah. Yeah, for sure a, not a, yeah, swimming in anything called I did, the I Shark did, River. Yeah, or I did. or <laughs> something just that's referred to as Sharky. Yeah. I did my uh, open water uh, uh, dive when I became certified in the first time in Shark River. Certified in? Scuba diving. Okay. Right, that was my open water right there. Yeah. Mm. That's a, yeah the jetties are good. I used to go, um, it's dangerous, but you gotta, you got to know what you're doing is the uh, Barnegat Inlet. There's a, um, a jetty and then there's a, a submerged jetty. And all along there is pretty good. Mm-hmm. And uh, really, what's really good is on well, any you know I don't, I don't give any secrets is the uh, South Jetty. But it's dangerous, man. The current's moving. You got boats in and out of there, so yeah. you got to have somebody in a boat that's you know watching. You could put out your uh, your flags and everything. But uh, it, it's it's you know, and there's a lot of tell you what we used to go and I haven't done it for many years. Blackfish and sea bass. But the blackfish, we used to the blackfish are good eats. Yeah, yeah. nice. But we used to get big, oh, yeah. big oh, blackfish, and, they're, they're and they're slow as shit. You, get, oh, you, don't, yeah. you don't even need a spearfish. You, can, you yeah. just grab them. Yeah. <laughs> well, triggerfish swim like guinea pigs. Like they, <laughs> like they don't even swim. They're the physique of a ping pong paddle. <laughs> Literally, yeah. Like, yeah, they're uh, they're definitely an interesting species for yeah. sure. Yeah. But the blackfish are really good eating, and uh, but uh, yeah, the jetties. You know what it is? Is that a lot? Of, I think a lot of people. It, this it's. it's no, that's not a black Look up, fish. Yeah, it's the, <laughs> no, it's the one it? with the fillets. That's not the black. That's that's that's, that's, that's down like that's a million thousands of meters. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's a fresh. That is a nightmare fuel. Right that's what that is. <laughs> that one right there was a blackfish. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's I'm uh, not it's sleeping tonight. Tog. You could look up tog. Tog. Yeah. 
You know, it's good. Lavalette used to have great jetties, but now they, they, the beach, yeah, that's a big one. See, they, those pictures yeah, those are a little are bit, nice. yeah. Oh, wow. That's a nice fish. So we used to use, I used to catch them on my boat. We used to use uh, like uh, green crab. Use green crab. See the mouths? They, they, oh, my they, God. They're, they're ugly, dude. They oh, they have, they, and they have hideous teeth. Yeah, they, they're, they, uh, like little human-looking <laughs> teeth, bro. Yeah. yeah. They're from the trigger, for where the trigger fish are from in the UK. They have horrible teeth. Yeah. <laughs> They're, Oi, bruv. They, uh, <laughs> see what you've done there? Yeah, I was waiting for that to land. Yeah, Jack they taste so good. They're Emma so says good. Jack Van Stoof sounds like a great guy. <laughs> They're great fish to eat, though. And Mitchell, Mitchell Malikov, shout out to you. Is that oh, your boy, yeah, John? Oh, yeah. Shout out, Mitchell. Thanks for watching. Hopefully, you're still watching. Jack Hopefully, Van we haven't bored you to death by now. <laughs> So tell about about so where, have you gone anywhere in the Caribbean or have you gone like on vacation and do, and do um uh you know uh, no no really <laughs> no. oh have man you, uh, you gotta go I know, I have you to. rented any of your own boats or taken a uh, multi million dollar cruise anywhere no no, <laughs> no so but I, you want so you don't you don't own no, your own catamaran listen, listen, <laughs> you got, no 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 I mean take like you go down to Florida I, you, know, I mean yeah. like you go to Bahamas Bahamas is one of the greatest places to spearfish yeah. in fact there's channels I watch this one channel. And um, it's, um, it's, what do you call it? Uh, what is it called? It's, but there's a bunch of people. They go from Florida. They do a day trip. They mm -hmm. go over to the uh, Grand Banks, and they, they, they load up with fish. They might stay overnight, and they come back. You should watch some. They're pretty neat. I, I, there's, there's this one guy and girl, they do it. But there's, you know, spe unbelievable uh, spearfishing. Yeah, I've always wanted to go, for sure. I'll, I'll go eventually. Yeah, I mean, that's um, not that far, you know. Uh, I can't answer this. She's... You know, it's it's. Uh, I would definitely do that. I would. I would. I just you know would think it's a lot of fun. And you know what it is too. You go to a place where the water clarity is fifty feet. Yeah, exactly. You know? Rather than like I'm, I'm the going to, to the Jersey Shore I'm, where you can't see your hand. I'm going to Grand Cayman. <laughs> I'm going to Grand Cayman Islands in the end of okay, October. Yeah. I've never been there, and but I hear that the clarity of water is like like a hundred feet deep. A hundred feet. You know, like it's one of the cleanest places. That and Saba Island, off near. Uh, near um, uh, St. Martin. So they you know, I'm going to try to get out and at least do some snorkeling, but yeah. I'd love to, you know, do some spear fishing. So, um, do you ever, do you ever get it around here? But the other thing you do, if you really like that, is you could try to get into um, going for lobster. You know, you take a, a snare and you snare them. It's, it's very so, similar. So my mom actually gave me a pair of kitchen tongs and was like, well, you know, if you don't get any fish, you can <laughs> get, the, get crabs. So, yeah, there you go. so yeah, a few times last year, we, we died. If you don't see anything within like 15 minutes, they know you're there, so mm -hmm, they leave. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, so we would dive with kitchen tongs, mm -hmm. and, and my I had a laundry bag, and we would just <laughs> stuff them in the laundry bag. Um, That's pretty genius. Yeah, I mean, you definitely wouldn't get that many, but still, like, it's something to do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is. I a caught a blowfish than the a couple weeks ago. We had yeah. a, we had a yeah. lot of them wash up this year. I threw a like, blowfish in somebody's strange. stand this year. Why would you do that? <laughs> well, it was dead. <laughs> Yeah, and then that makes DeSantis, it better. DeSantis is like, I think, I think those are poisonous. <laughs> I'm like, nah, they're they're good. Yeah. Are they? He's just 16. no. Blowfish are delicious. They're in the bay, though. I don't know. Were you saw them in the ocean? No, I caught it in the bay. Yeah, no, they, we used to catch tons. All right, of I'm them. lying. My girlfriend they, caught it. No, they uh, <laughs> they they eat crabs. They eat, they eat crabs. <laughs> they, eat, they eat crabs. So they're, they're very tasty. But the other thing I would tell you is, is if you ever go to, and, you know, uh, I, I know a lot of places in the Caribbean, they have what's called weeks, and you. You don't. You don't have to. You, you take a little. Um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, like tongs, but it's it's different. It's it's like a little. I can't think of the name of it. But they're they look like um, uh, snails. They're snails, mm -hmm. and they're all over the rocks. It's so easy. You don't have to go that deep, and you just go in there and you get them. You just take them out. You 
ha- take a hammer, bang them, and, and you, you, they're so good. You fillet them. I mean, you uh, saute them. It's like, uh, well, you go you go clamming in the bay too. Yeah, I do clamming. I do now. I'm, I do a lot of clamming, and um, you know, I got a couple of secret places, but yeah, I, I love the clamming. Yeah, you can't tell the secret. Are they? Do they happen to be <laughs> sure. near any jetties? No, no. Actually, I go near the inlet. I go. I can tell people. I go to Mud Channel, but it's not. You know, you could go there. You don't know where you're going, but there's Mud Channel is really great because it's actually you know mud, and you you walk around the mud, and um, you get um, you just feel the clams, and you just uh, pick, pick them up and throw them in your you know. What I do is I take a um, I take a uh, boogie board, and um, I put a five gallon bucket on top, and I bungee it on, and I take the uh, you know the leash, and I put it on my hand, and so I just walk along, feel the clams, and throw them in there. And uh, you could have, I think you could keep <coughs> 120 per person. Oh. So I don't keep yeah, that Yeah, you many. can keep a lot. Yeah, that's yeah. a lot of clams. Yeah. I, you know, I, I might take 30, you know, because, I mean, uh, and I get the small ones, and we just cook them up that night. You know, they really, we throw them on the grill. Have yeah. you, uh, any of you guys ever had uh, hogfish? I don't, I don't know if those are more native down, like, towards Florida. Never heard, yeah, I don't know what a hogfish is. Um, we went fishing, beautiful-looking fish. Uh, is that it? Yeah. And when you yeah, so when you when you pull it out of the water, oh wow, it's in that bright red color, right? And what you want to do is you want to immediately, while it's still alive, put it on ice to preserve mm-hmm. that color. Um, Damn, I don't they're know. Big too. Yeah. Well, wow. Will it lose its color as it dies? As it dies, it yeah. That's how my 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 does the same. Thing, the ice you know? does uh, yeah. Um, my my is bright green and then just ours definitely were not that yeah. big that we caught. Triggerfish uh, actually do that too. They turn oh, yeah. white. Yeah, they get <coughs> pale. I I uh, that's another thing down the Caribbean. You know, talk about fishing now. We went from lifeguard, but my, I you know the, 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 the yeah these these are beautiful. They're, so they're yeah. bright green. And this then they, is they the fade. most delicious fish. Yeah, I've caught nope. a lot of them down I'm the gonna Caribbean. S- I'm still gonna say striped bass. Mm, yeah. Very similar, uh, very, like really? flaky white. Mm. Yeah, that's good. I, I've tell you, I don't I've even had, really like seafood that much. And I'll, really, yeah, I'll eat that shit all day. I think they're both good. I think it's it's probably more personal preference. But they also call this dolphin fish, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. These are this is a true dolphin, you know. So, but th- these are down. You know, you would get these a lot when you go down to the Caribbean. There's a lot of seagrass. Seagrass floats around. I mean, there's areas. I mean, I've been out in the ocean where there's just miles and miles, fifty miles. 100 miles, just a seagrass, you know, and you got little patches, and they all live underneath there. So if you stop mm-hmm. and just, you know, start fishing uh, right under the, un- under the grass, you'll catch one. See, go back up a little bit. Go back down. Excuse me. Go back down. Oh, I hit this one. Go down a little bit. See right there, that green? See that grass right there? You got big patches of that. That's where they live underneath those. Oh, over here in the left. Yeah, but there's huge, huge <coughs> patches. It's like patches that are so it, it floats. It's not like it's anchor. Yeah. It's not like seaweed. No, pull up, pull up. It's, it's seagrass. It's actually getting worse and worse down in the Caribbean now. Because of the uh, warm ocean, is it like some type of? It's algae a plant. Bloom well, you or? have you have the sea. You have this. Uh, no, there's a there's a part of the ocean. They used to call it the um, seagrass ocean. Uh, I might be pronouncing it wrong, and it was pretty big. And it's a, it's an eco ecosystem. Now it's just all over the place. The, the grass is just growing and growing. It, no, it floats on the top. <coughs> I might be pronouncing it wrong. Um, it's 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 seagrassy, seagrassy, seagrassy. Yeah, look up the seagrassy sea. Seriously, it's it, it's it's all over the place. Seagrassy no sea. Yeah, just put. Let me see. No, it's not seagrassy. It floats on the top of the ocean. Seagrassy. Yeah, seagrassy. We we need uh we need who's that? To, um, Jack. Yeah. Jack. Jack. Oh, here it is. There's pictures of it. Sagra- Sargasso. Oh, there you go. So so show what that looks like. See that stuff mm, floats okay. there. Oh that makes wow, sense. you weren't bullshitting us. No, I, I well, I, I sailed. I, I sailed um, uh, last year from uh, 
um, Grenada up to St. Thomas, and we saw so much of this. It was just miles and miles of that. But there's a lot of see how the uh, f- f- uh, every, all the wildlife <coughs> is underneath, underneath it? it. Yeah. Does that yeah. like like it flows? Is that like a really bad idea to drive your boat through? Well, you have no choice. I mean, it could, it could, it could, if you like have like gunk up your propeller, yeah, it can. It could gunk up your propeller, but more, you what you have in your boat is you have a um, intakes, water intake to cool the engine, and it could clog that up. Mm. Um, sometimes you have to stop and, and uh, you know dive underneath and clear it up. But what's what's nasty about this is that it's so much of it now. It comes onto land. And then it, it it gets on the beach and it starts to deteriorate and it Ugh. smells so bad. But there's so much that you know. Sargassum. Yeah, you should ask Jack about this. <coughs> why there's so much? It's just taking over. Uh, uh, but it's it looks like lands. He says oh, uh, only see without a land boundary. It's it's That's pretty. Interesting, it, yeah. yeah, it's pretty wild. And it's just a lot of it. Sargassum. And, and it just what happens is it just it grows and grows. And it used to be isolated to one part of the ocean. I don't know how many miles. But now it just gets bigger and bigger. It is. Bigger, it's algae. It is algae. Is it algae? Oh, yeah. We have that wash up all the time. We have that wash up. It looks like. Grains. You see this in Spring Lake? Yeah. I've never seen that in Seaside, but I yeah. remember going to Spring Lake as a kid and seeing yes, this. Yes, that washes up in Spring Lake. <coughs> really? That's I wonder why. Nasty. I wonder Look why. at that. Look how much it is. Oh, They're like shoveling it. Like smell no, that it stinks, like man. <laughs> and I tell you what, if you're going to a resort and you're paying, you know, a thousand bucks a day, that's the last thing that you want. You ain't swimming in that stuff. No. It stinks too, That's man. It's nasty. brutal, and it gets bugs. It attracts <coughs> all kinds of bugs, and it's nasty. Uh, but when you're out in the ocean, there's tons of uh, fish underneath it. Yeah, because it's good like fishing, a, but you got also got to get your line through that. Yeah. Well, that's what happens if you're if you're you know trolling. It's it just constantly. Yeah. There are there are lures that you could buy though that uh, are kind of like uh, don't don't bunch up like that. You know. They won't get hooked on no, it. No, no, no. Yeah, but it's it's. Anyway, it's pretty neat stuff, but that yeah, that's that's so that comes up in Spring Lake. Yeah, right? yeah I wonder if it comes sure. out of the bay or something. I've never seen it in Seaside. Um, uh, one one time we had uh, thick, thick, thick. Um, um, what do you call it? Um, uh, you know, seagrass, uh, seaweed we call it, and it was really thick. And you would swim. It was for like a week or two, and you'd swim out to the buoy, or whatever, and just you would get handfuls of. Uh, oh, it was like the, the long spaghetti shape. No, nah, well, right? it was. It, it wasn't like this. This is different. You know, this was like yeah, it was, maybe it was long spaghetti, but I'm, it was weird. It was like a, one a year, and it was so thick. You know, we had a lot of this year. Uh, the salps, the little like orbies. We didn't get any of those. This is None. the first year that we did not get salps. We get them. Yeah. We had that year because they'll clear really the water bad out. for one week. Yeah, because they'll clear the water yeah. out, and then that's when we go spearing. We did not have them. Yeah, it was really? weird. How like how what? do they clear the water up? I, I, think I that really they eat, don't. Yeah, I I've been told that they eat the bad bacteria. The, 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 yeah, yeah, the microbacteria that cloud yeah. up the water. <coughs> These are creepy little creatures. Oh, it's like yeah, microbacteria uh, and piss yeah. is in the water. They just eat that up. Yeah, Sal- people are always asking what these are. Salps are semi-transparent, barrel-shaped marine animals that move through the water by contracting bands of muscles which ring the body. The body is referred to as a test. When found washed up on shores, they are often mistaken as jellyfish. The contracting muscles draw water in the front and test out the rear. That really didn't get. I thought they were called salps, not salps. I didn't know that. Would you? I thought they were S U L P S. Soap. Yeah. Soap. Yeah. Can salps sting you? No. Everybody was asking if uh, we dumped 
a batch of Orbeez in the water. Uh, <laughs> one, yeah. thing I, one thing I haven't <laughs> yeah, seen that's is what uh, I did. <laughs> you guys get, you have, you know, talk about all this. What about the, remember we talked about the sea uh, lice? Oh, the, those know, are those gross. Yeah, I haven't seen too many of them. There was a lot of spotted lantern flies washing up, though. Today at the pool, I th- it was the most <laughs> I have ever seen before in my human life. They were There's like so they many. Were all, they were on the pavilion, like the pavilion wall was covered with them. Just it black. Was, yeah, it's gross. I and they and they they're like they're hydrophobic, like mm-hmm. they survive in the water. Yep. Yeah, very weird. And they look kind of like when they're not. Uh, you ever sit and look at one? You ever <laughs> try to kill them? They're they're people ugly. say kill them. They're quick, man. I they're know. Quick. They look at you. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. yeah. yeah that, yeah, they're from China. Air. I think they're. I think there's another. You know, I think they're trying to kill us. Those they, they're, they look the, uh, like, yeah. the second wave of COVID. Yeah, yeah, yeah kill yeah. me, kill yeah. me. My boy's gonna take first, my spot. First they said COVID, <laughs> but that was just to loosen us up for the lantern block. <laughs> so they told me. They so stare at you. I, I was. I was at. Uh, <laughs> it's eerie. Yeah, they do. It's weird. I tried to kill one. That thing was like I. I First, I tried to step on it. Just I, I wasn't even close. Well, it's because you had your Crocs on. Remember probably. the stick? I took no. I took my. I took. I, I, I took my flip flop. I tried to whack it. Uh-huh. It's like a, it's like a fly. You can't get one of them things. Mm. That thing just hops away, and then it, it it moves, man. Good luck killing those things. I don't know. You know. I mean, it, I don't know how they're going to be next year. But yeah. supposedly they eat a lot of vegetation, and they're they're. Um, well, there's the, the the banners that you see behind the planes. Join our stomp team, and it has a. Animation yeah. of a foot of stomping, foot stomping on, on. Yeah, yeah good luck on that. Flies, yeah. that. Yeah. So um, this is saying, uh, this is actually some interesting time. information about the Salps. Um, it said these gelatinous zooplankton are actually more closely related to humans than to brainless jellyfish. Unlike jellyfish, Salps boast complex nervous, circulatory, and digestive systems complete with a brain, heart, and intestines. Wow. I always thought they were just like little... Useless, yeah. like single-celled or- organisms. Yeah, very. I thought it was just like mold for the ocean. I was, uh, I was <laughs> listening. I know. No, it's your sister. <laughs> <laughs> I was listening to a very interesting podcast this morning where a uh, a biologist was talking about how, like, for two billion years, the only life that existed on Earth was bacteria, and then something happened. That like sparked multi-celled life, but for whatever reason, bacteria has never progressed past that. Say that again now. What bacteria, was that? like bacteria, is the oldest life on Earth. Like for two billion years like, yeah, before anything just, else, it was just like they've just changed bacteria. iterations. But they're no, it's like the, the same. same. It's just the same. It's been the same the whole time. They've never like for whatever reason felt the need to evolve past what they are. They know their place. Very, yeah, very interesting. Well, you know, you know that all the stuff that we've done, all the technology, we still can't create life. Nothing. Can't Do you even, think we, can't, we ever will be able to? We can't. We can't even create a bacteria or a virus for that matter. Aren't viruses like not alive though? Not well. You know, their DNA. You know, their they are. You know, they, they they are. They're complex. Yeah, well, yeah, they are. I mean, they are. But they they reproduce. You know, I mean, you know. But you can't. We haven't. Yeah, um, we have we're not. Well, it's one thing we can't do. People don't th- realize that they think we're you know. Well, we 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 were able to invent uh, the um, uh, amino acids, which are the building blocks, but we can never put anything together. We can't even get the simplest thing. So this is just will we ever? Who knows? I, that's that's it. you know. But anyway, I thought that was pretty neat. But yeah, if bacteria. Uh, you know, uh, when you study that stuff in school, uh, you know the uh, uh, how evolution came around, and uh, uh, you know you think about it. What. But they're always going to be here. Look, he burped. Sorry. <laughs> anyway, I don't want to talk about biology. <laughs> but the uh, so anyway, I just that's great. I I don't I don't you know that um, scuba diving and uh, spear fishing, 
uh, and you do it all. You don't do it a tank. You just do it, you know, free oh, dive. Oh, free dive, yeah. Yeah. And you're yeah, a pilot yeah. as well, right? I am. Let's talk oh, about wow. that. <laughs> yes, yeah. So, uh, so I started flying when I was 16. Uh, I asked for, for flight lessons for my 16th birthday, and that's how I started. Um, I've known I've wanted to do it all my life. Um, it started when I was in elementary school. Uh, probably before that even, um, you know, I was always obsessed with planes as a kid. I always thought they were really cool. Um, but third grade, we had an assembly on POWMIAs, and I went home and told my mom. And she told me stories of two of my cousins who were in the military and flew. Um, one was a navigator on a fighter jet in Vietnam, and he got shot down. And they never found him. Um, and then another one of my cousins was, he actually went to the Citadel, which is a military school in South Carolina. Um, commissioned the Marine Corps, flew helicopters, and got shot down and died in 2004. Um, and I was like, I don't know, probably like six or seven. And I was like, that is what I want to do. Um, and that was it. Um, I tried really hard. Uh, it was a long journey uh, to the military through aviation. Um, so I started flying at 16, graduated uh, high school, went to a military school in Vermont. Um, it wasn't a federal military school, so they couldn't guarantee a contract as a second lieutenant, which you mm -hmm. need to be an officer to fly. So I decided to leave. Um, it was also better contracting elsewhere. Um, transferred to Marywood in Scranton, a uh, very small school in Scranton. I know f some people from Scranton are watching, so Scranton represent, love it there, miss it. Um, yeah, transferred there for aviation, studied aviation for four years, uh, got a contract with the Marine Corps my junior year to fly. Um, didn't pan out too well. I went to officer candidate school last summer, um, got sent home medically and we won't delve into that, but, uh, got another year at the beach, which was great. Um, tried to transfer to the army, uh, same deal, had a lot of medical stuff. I played rugby in school as well. I swam for a year, wanted something new, played rugby, uh, came back to bite me in the butt, but whatever. Just injuries. Yeah. Um, yeah. so this was like the week of my graduation that they were like, you know, can't really work with this. So I was like, you know, am I, do I really want a career where I'm not going to fly? So I said, no. <coughs> so yeah, I just, uh, you brought it up earlier. Um, I applied in the beginning of the summer to United started a brand new Academy out in Phoenix. Um, it's called United Aviate Academy. Um, immensely popular right now. They started in February, I believe I applied with them, went through the whole application process. Um, really, really low acceptance rate. I think they have, for their first year, they, they, they start about 25, 30 kids a month. Um, so that's roughly around, I'm going to say, 400 kids a mm -hmm. year. They have around 15,000 applications. Um, and la <coughs> literally a week ago, I got the email. So I'm, I'm all in. So they accepted me. Oh, so congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, yeah I'm very we, excited. We, we, uh, you know, it's fu funny you mention that. I, I, I never got my license, but my, mm -hmm. my f I, I flew my friend's father was a fighter pilot. Really? And he did. Well, yeah, my, he's coming to my, you know, to the wedding. His name is Wayne Smith. And um, his father was the Apollo flight. You know, they, they uh, launched the Apollo. Yeah, uh, yeah. He was at Cocoa Beach. And so he washed out as one of the astronauts. But, okay. you know, they had, he was a fighter pilot. Nice. And he worked wow. there. Yeah, and he, got a, he worked up North Jersey. And I used to fly out with him out of Teterboro. But, um, you know, I haven't flown in many, many mm -hmm. years. I, I watched this guy on, on, on YouTube. It's called Probable Cause. Uh -huh. His name is Granger. You know, they talk, they talk about accidents and stuff. But, but I just, it's funny because I was just talking about that not too long ago. I have people, I tell people, listen, it's a great career. It really Become is. Become a pilot. Yes. I mean, I if I had it. so in demand right I, now. I, I, you know, that you mentioned this, and I don't, I don't want to take your glory away, but I mean, <laughs> no, when I wanted to be, my cousin and I wanted to go into, you know, fly. Yeah. And uh, I, 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 didn't, I didn't go, uh, you know, uh, and it wasn't, it was, we were very young, but he went into, um, 
When in Annapolis, he you know was on an aircraft carrier, yeah. but his one friend uh, uh, crashed and died, and then he just lost his cool. He couldn't do it anymore. Yeah. He, he just packed it in. He, I remember talking to him. He goes, Mike, I just can't. He goes, I, he goes, don't bust my balls. Because you know what? You go up there and freaking land on an aircraft carrier. Yeah. <laughs> in the middle of the night yeah. when it's pitching 20 feet. And then, you know, guys are like getting killed left and right. And, and he said, he just didn't, he's just, I can't, you know, petto bismo and everything. Shits all the time. So, yeah. but, but, but um, uh, I think it's a, gr- a great career. I would have, I would have, and I, I'm telling people now, but then I heard about United Airlines. They had yeah. this whole thing. Yeah, exactly. And I thought that was a great, because they can't get enough pilots. No, like, not at all. And I had another buddy of mine was going to go, for work in China, this is about six, seven years ago, they were offering $300,000 a year to fly with a sign-on bonus. They guarantee you 10 years and they'll pay all your taxes. So yeah. you think about that, yeah. 300000 if they pay for your room and board and everything, you work for 10 years, that's $3 million, you bank. Yeah, yeah that's crazy. And and no tax. Of, yeah, a lot of people don't know, but when you, right. f- so like the universe, so the United States obviously were the first to fly and everything, but they <coughs> created the aerospace system. So you need to speak English to fly anywhere. So like yeah. if you go to China, you go to Brazil, anywhere, yep. you need to speak English. So they love American pilots because we speak English. So yeah. Well, um, some of us do. Um, there was a, uh, what, not, what, come to Seaside. What yeah, was that? I was going to say, maybe not some, some <laughs> What was that? There was like a, to, down there. <laughs> There was like a Malaysian airline flight a few years ago, and there was a story about one of, like, um, another big reason that, like, they speak English is because uh, it allows them, because, like, especially in those, like, um, East Asian cultures, it's very, like, hierarchical, even, like, down to the way people speak to each other. That has caused a lot of accidents. Yes, and, like, being it, like, English for whatever reason, like, breaks that barrier where a co-pilot can, like, uh, a subordinate can speak mm. uh, to, like, whatever, like, the head, what is it, head So, the, so the captain. To the captain, yeah. like, and tell him what needs to be said without being worried about it. Yeah. yeah. So, so fill me in on this because I'm very interested in this. So now, how, do, uh, how does the school work now? You, you go down, like, how many years is it and, like, what is it? Like how does it, how does it all? Sure. So it's really. It's, yeah. I think this is great. Oh, I think it's a great yeah. career, oh, man. I'm you, like yeah. I'm jealous right now. I'm like you know. <laughs> no, if I had if I had like you know you say you want to do it again, I want. Kind of going to be bumming free flights from here <laughs> to this. No, I, I <laughs> love. I tell you what, I, I, it's just you know you, it's just it's just amazing. Yeah. But good. Yeah, so let me hear. It. Let yeah. Me hear. So uh, so the Aviate Academy is located in Phoenix. It's, it's in Arizona. Uh, great weather, great terrain, a lot of right. different airspace out there. So you kind of get the full. Uh, you know, learning curve of all the different type of airspace and all that stuff. But uh, you start. Um, I'm <coughs> believing my start date's probably going to be around next fall because they're really backed up right now. Um, so I'm there for a year. It's a 10 to 12 month course. I work through seven different licenses. Um, so very confusing. But there's three main licenses you need, and there's other ones you can add on. So it's only um, one year, really. One year. One uh, year what, and they do give you everything. Do, do they start you on like like a um, um, like a trainer? Like ha- yeah. Do, so we. So fly, you don't you yeah. don't have to have any you don't have to have any experience to go there. Not no, at no. all. No. Okay. So so what do they start you on then? So we fly SR seventy twos, which are Cirrus. They're pr- yeah. single propeller, um, really nice aircraft, glass cockpit, uh, not analog, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we'll fly there for around a year. Um, once you're done with that. So you, you don't start on jets yet. Once you're done with that, you have to get 1,500 total hours before you can go be um, rated. It's called rated. Before you can get be rated to go and fly jets. So you take the courses. Um, you learn how to fly. You get your private, your instrument, your commercial, and then all the add-ons, which includes your flight instructor. 
Um, and then when you're done with the course, you, te- you can stay there and teach. Um, you can teach pretty much anywhere you want. It's a federal certification. Right. Um, then, and then. Yeah. So you teach until you hit 1,500 hours. And then <clears throat> literally like the same week, they'll send you to Denver for jet school. So and it's, how it's long is that now? Uh, jet school, I believe, is around four months. And then you start with a regional. So with like a, a smaller carrier. Um, and then, bam, you just wait for your call up to United. So, yeah, it's, wow. it's really interesting. Very fast-paced. So Do some people, because uh, you said uh, you could stay there and, or, you, or you can go teach anywhere because you have the, that mm-hmm. certification. Do some people just do that and become teachers and get paid for that as well? Or? So, no. So... What the, the, what makes this unique is like I mean I could go to so uh, since I've been sixteen I fly out of Trenton Robbinsville it's a very small airport in Trenton um, just south of the the big airport up there mm-hmm. um, so there I'm not going to get into it it's so confusing but there's different types of flight schools that the FAA characterizes so you know if you really wanted to you could go to Robbinsville and start flying till you get your private. Um, or you can fly to your instrument or to your commercial like that. Mm. Um, you can do it that way if you wanted to. Or you can do a fast-track program like what I'm doing. There's one in Trenton called ATP. Um, it's a little bit more expensive, not as great as a um, – don't they don't have as much resources as United does. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's obvious. United Airlines. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, so you can, you can do that yourself. But what I'm doing is once I finish up my first license – I'm entering, and so they're agreeing to pay for my first license. It's also another really good perk. Um, But I'm entering into an agreement with them saying that when I finish up here, I'm going to work for you once I Uh hit my 1,500 hours. So I can't be like, you know, oh. How many years do you have to guarantee them? Yeah. So so they pay for my private, um, so your first license. Um, From then on, I pay the rest of the way, which allows me. I'm not binded to them, which I think is really interesting. Um, I have to apply to their... Um, developmental program, so I kind of am, but if I really didn't want to, I don't have to. But um, there's not a year commitment because I'm paying the rest of my way. They're just guaranteeing me a, a, a job. That's great. Yeah. So what? What? A, um, right, two, I have two questions for you sure. now. Are you instrument uh, certified? No, yet? so I only no. have my student license. Oh, okay. So I, I f- like I've been flying for six years, and I still I don't even have my first. Li- I have my student <laughs> license. I don't even have my first okay. one yeah. because I was waiting on the military to pay right, me right, to train. Right, so right. I was it's like, a lot of yeah. Save the money. Um, so yeah, literally once this this uh, this past spring when I graduated, and the answer was no. I started flying again to get my private, and then I just <laughs> heard back from this program. So I'm like, have you have you ever flown with anybody who is instrument and been in in meteor- meteorological? You know, like really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, you yeah. tell these guys how quick you lose orientation. Oh, in, it's insane. So you're, we're very much trained to rely on our instruments because, uh-huh. I mean, like, I mean, again, I could talk about this till I'm blue in the face. Um, <laughs> no, go ahead. We want all of it. our different instruments <coughs> rely on different systems of the aircraft, and the the probability of those systems failing are so slim, whereas the po- the probability of your senses failing Make, you yeah. are, is so much higher. So All you um, need is like some thick fog. Exactly. Or, so yeah. if you're flying through a cloud, you're taught to trust your instruments because what I can't, I mean, you can't tell what's up, what's down, what's left, what's right, that kind of yeah. thing. But you rely on your, it's called an attitude indicator. Um, it doesn't tell the attitude of the pilot. It tells the attitude of the aircraft. <laughs> um, but you rely on that to tell you where you are in, in relationship to the horizon. Um, a lot of crashes, like we were talking about, a lot of crashes happen because people, do, like, they deviate from that. They don't rely on their instruments as much. Um, yeah, really cool stuff, um, like, with pressures and, and airspeed indicators that rely on, like, 
you know, pedostatic systems and how the air rubs up against this little tube tells you how fast you're going or how mm. fast you're going up or down, like different stuff like that. But it's, it's science. Mm-hmm. Um, I hate to say it because my, ba- my bachelor's is in arts, but yeah, they had a, there was a crash, there was a crash, yeah, there was a crash in one of those to, yeah. to rely on there, the science. There was one crash, uh, where, uh, <clears throat> I was reading where that, um, that indicated it didn't work right. I, when I, yes, I, I they do I, fail sometimes, yeah, but there's I, way to fix them. I, yeah. I was, uh, I remember, you know, uh, you, you, you would feel, uh, you know, like you're going left. Like you feel like the plane's going this way. So you want to go this way and your instruments are telling you you're not going that way. And I swear to God, the toughest thing, I mean, I really never got, you know, I, I do it in a boat, you know, so yeah. I, I mean, I was instrument trained in a boat, but when I first went out, they put newspapers all over the, you yeah. know, the windshield and you couldn't see shit. And, you know, and I'm with the, you know, Coast Guard Auxiliary now, but, but, but that's how I trained. And I, and I tell you, man, you feel, uh, you know, uh, like the boats wants to go this way, especially in fog, but up there, it's even worse because yeah. you don't know, like you say, yeah, you don't know if you're even upside down almost until you feel the straps pulling on you. Yeah. It's the weirdest thing. Yeah. You totally, and you have to be so disciplined to watch those instruments. And tr- like you said, trust yeah. them. Yeah. And, and, you like no, there's something wrong yeah. here. There's yeah. no effing way that you know we're, we're you know we're going wrong you know that way. So it's a lot of discipline. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But lot, you know, they, I was watching the thing about JFK when he died. He had a, a, pi- a plane that um, had a um, you know um, automatic pilot, and they say if he just let the automatic pilot yeah. stay, it would it could have yeah. landed the plane yeah, for him because it, it no. It, it's a science. He so. took it off. He took it off. And yeah. well, that's great. Well, good luck with that. So Thank I mean, you. what is the what is so uh, uh, say a pilot who's working for United Airline now and has been there say five years? What's their salary? Like, what what do you think the salary is? Like average, you know? I would ballpark it maybe in the two hundreds right wow. now. Yeah, um, and that's lot, yeah. So and they could fly free anywhere they want, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, that's that's. I think it's a great career. Family, family and friends. I mean, I guess we'll see. <laughs> Now, my buddy, um, his, uh, my buddy Gene Lachanko, his uh, uh, girlfriend, she just retired. She was a Delta uh, stewardess, and she had, they fly anywhere they want. They, for years, they used to go, like, you know, it would be quick. You, you get, you know, oh, we got something opened up, and they would just go all around the world. And, and it was, you know, it's was, it was pretty wild. Yeah. So, yeah. I think flying is a great, great thing. Well, good luck with everything. I hope yeah, everything I'm works out. For sure. And, uh, you know, I, I'm just, I, can, I, I, I just finished a book on the Wright brothers. Okay, yeah. And you talk about science, because that's what those guys, um, you know, everybody else was just trying to use the exper- excuse the uh, uh, pun, you know, fly, fly by the seat of their pants. But these guys really put the science together mm-hmm. and figured out, you know wh- how why it should fly based on the science, and they developed a, a, a you know a model pl- a plane that was based on you know science and twelve and it, seconds. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It changed the world. Just think about it, you know. And uh, that was at Kitty Hawk, and and then you know, what about how many years later? You know, it, it, it came around real quick. What year was that? Nineteen oh three. When is that? Was it nineteen oh three? What was? Why am I thinking nineteen fourteen? What happened? Well, already they had by, they had pl- they had the war. That was nineteen fourteen. Is flight like the biggest? advancement in human technology yeah in yeah. such a small period of time there's been such yeah. an immense um growth of that of of flying in general i mean like if you think about it we were in we were on the moon in 1969 yeah so it's like insane. That, that's yeah fucking crazy yeah. to think about 60 66 years yeah. that's crazy. whoever yeah. thinks yeah. that yeah. that's fake so so the other huh? <laughs> i said and screw whoever thinks that that's fake yeah the, the, the uh, thing the thing what's interesting stop. about about you know uh flying is if you you know the same technology actually works in sailing, it, you know because your your mass I mean your uh, sail is a wing, mm. 
Mm-hmm. And it's really the same principles. Yeah, it's Bernoulli's principle, right yeah. there. And uh, and the, the only thing is, is that you know you have you, when you have this I know a, that is yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> sure. And uh, you got you, you know you got the uh, uh, keel, and uh, you know so it counteracts it. But anyway, it's the same principles. It's pretty it's pretty wild. I want to yeah. do a show on like how sailing works because I'm really yeah. interested. I don't yeah. I have like I don't know really yeah. at all. Yeah. I have like yeah. a, a yeah gist, it's, it, yeah. Yeah, I mean it's there's it's it's an amazing it's an amazing uh, uh, you know again another science. But they had, I don't I don't think the I don't know if the Wright brothers actually picked up on, you know their science. I, I you know again I just finished a book. It was by Dr. McCullough, but I don't remember if they studied uh, sailing. You know because it was different sailing back in those days. You know most of sailing like Christopher Columbus was just going with the wind. You know, and it, 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 it the the main the sail and and uh, you know the way it's developed now. Is I don't know when that really started. Those, I have to do some research. Are I don't so know. So incredible! Like if you look at, I, I was a uh, show right now. Show the Americans Cup. You got you got. I you, was in Boston for a bachelor party at um this place. I forget what it was called. Uh, Union Lobster House here. Yeah, it's yeah, like a really yeah, like yeah, famous yeah, yeah. like one of the oldest places in the country, um and they have this scale model of. Uh, it might be like the Mayflower or something in like a glass case. The yeah, guy, yeah, the bartender yeah, was telling yeah, me yeah, yeah, yeah. they have it insured for like $300,000 yeah. and it's just <laughs> sitting in a glass case, like it, right in like <clears throat> right on the street, basically. Right. Well, I'll give you some that's going to blow your mind. Get, get but um, I'm, I'm just like looking at this, like the rigging and how intricate it all is. And, yeah, you're, and you're like, there's, uh, mo- there's, there's, it's, there's it's a lot of good, blowing. there's a lot of good YouTube videos where it, I don't know how they got somebody filmed before the big ships went out of service, there used to be cutters going up and down the coast of the United States delivering uh, wood and coal and stuff like that. And that was all, all sail, and it was amazing. But let me get, I tell you what, now, think about, I, if I tell you this, I never thought it was possible. You have sailboats now, and they, and they plane. They come up off the, they have, um, they're uh, on, uh, what do you call it? Um, they lift off the, uh, off the water, mm-hmm. and... They go four times, not once, not twice, but up to four times the, the wind, the, the amount of uh, the speed of the wind. So I was always, you know, when I, if you asked me years ago, can you go faster in the wind? No. You know, th- you couldn't go faster in the wind. So if the wind's 20 knots mm-hmm. and you, if you're really good, you might do half of that. So you could go, so say 20 miles an hour, you could do like 10 miles an hour. They have sailboats now that go <laughs> way past that. They uh, go I think faster I, I, than the th- speed of the wind. Yes. And you say, how does that work? Well, I, I, I was ke- just about to uh, ask that. Yeah, they're, they're ones that plane. You know, they they, they come up off uh, off the water. Oh yeah, I've seen them. Uh, there's like a Red Bull racing uh, the team. Hydrofoils. Yeah, hydrofoils, what? and they build up the momentum, and they the actually go faster than the wind. Think about that. They yeah, create their own like wind. This, like, it's just like this blade that's in the water that's and, keeping and, you know, you everything talk about, above. Right. You talk about planes. You know, I mean, <clears> the, the, like the um, the stealth bomber. You couldn't fly that without like nine hundred computers on board because it's so it's yeah. so it just like yeah. you just lose it you know mm-hmm. so it's it's amazing where we're at right now but yeah mm. yeah those are those are the it's, yeah these ships yeah. are just incredible yeah right? so that was pretty much the, they go with the wind they get pushed by the wind now we see how they're big wide sails now the sails are, are you know you have a mast and it's you're cutting the wind and uh you have a jib and uh you know there's there's, there's a lot more science so these didn't have like a keel under the boat in the same no. style that like a modern no no the, what it, no, it just had no, a rudder you, yeah you know why you know a lot of times what they would do is there's a word called kareen so what, what, you know it's interesting uh, i was kareem abdul jabbar no 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 <laughs> so the word kareen you don't really say you kareen off the road you know so what they used to do Never like uh that. down in um 
Antigua, there's, there's one of the uh, old um, uh, seaports for the English Navy. And they would take the ships and they would turn them on their sides. They would take big um, lines and, and ta- attach them to the mast, pull them over, and then clean the bottom of the boat, get all the barnacles. It's called careening. They careen the boat one side, turn around, do it the other. It's, it's, pretty, it's pretty amazing. Yeah, it's a so whole complex. All that rigging and yeah, all the time. Yeah, everyone those every one of those rigs, every one of those rigs had names, purposes, and, and there's uh, a chart. Look, they're all numbered. <laughs> I can't like, look at, look at that. Yeah, look at that. Oh, it's the Henry knot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy who ah, uh, the classic double oh, wins it's, it's the catch. <laughs> so my my buddy who's coming to the my catch y'all yeah, in the bylander. Uh, you guys don't know about that. The, you don't know about the y'all, dude. Mm. The y'all. Yeah, go pull on the y'all. Uh, it'll. Uh... What is the y'all? The jolly. The, the y'all. Line. A small ship fore and aft rigged <laughs> on its two masts with its main mast much taller than its mizzen and with or without head sails. Oh. So the guy who's For coming. Sure. Tyler. Oh. The, the, the guy who's coming to Duh. my wedding. The guy who's coming to my wedding. He, he was a captain on one of these old tall ships. Now he's not that old, obviously. I mean, he's, you know, he's. But they there was a, it was an uh, uh, um, one that was preserved. And he sailed it around the world for years. So he knows those boats like the back of his hand. He's the one who taught me how to sail down a crimin. He runs a 62-foot catamaran now. And that guy's forgot more about sailing than, they, than most people learn. But that's, that's the ship he was on. And he had a big crew, and, you know, so it's pretty wild. Yeah, it's very, very, you know, like I said, the same dynamics about f- flying. So what, what ha- so you, have you been, have you ever been in a jet? Like, have you flown a jet? Like, no. go with anybody? No, uh, I've only ever, so I mainly ever, ever have flown PA-28s, they're Pipers, so yeah. four-seater. Um, is that a, is that like a prop plane? Yep. Yeah, yeah. It's just single prop with a Lycoming engine, really low horsepower, uh, lower than your car. It's kind of nuts. <laughs> really? Um, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, yeah. I think the one I have is 130. 130 one, horsepower? 130 horsepower. That's it. That's it. That's yep. Just to keep That's you it. in the air. Yeah. Yeah, Dang, I would have yeah. thought it would have been. What's like, the stall you know, speed on that? Maybe like a Hellcat engine speed, up in there or something. I don't stall know. speed is going to be depending on the configuration. So on clean configuration, it's probably sitting around fifty-five knots. Oh, that's um, pretty high. Landing, yeah. landing probably around forty. We we had a, a one plane that my so my my father's my friend's father he's passed away now. He had access to two planes. I want to say the one plane had like a 25 mile an hour stall speed. Uh-huh. What's a stall speed? You guys get your airplane. I'm sure a lot of listeners are confused right now. We're talking about uh, masts and jibs and stall and speeds. Y'alls. <laughs> yeah, y'all. So the stall speed is when the relative wind over the airfoil. So the airfoil is what makes an airplane fly. And I, I, it's Bernoulli's principle, which is very confusing. But essentially what happens is the area above the wing is from A to B, from the be- beginning of the wing to the end of the wing is, is longer than the area under the wing. That's why if you look at an airplane, the, the wing is curved on the top and not on the bottom. Mm-hmm. So as that air over it is traveling to go the same amount of distance as the air under it, it's going faster. So Bernoulli's principle says that as velocity increase, increases, pressure decreases. So because that, there's that pressure differential, you follow me, Nick? <laughs> you get lift. Yeah. You get lift because that high pressure area under the wing right. wants to push it. It wants to push up towards exactly. the low pressure. Yeah. So that, yeah. That's actually how that airplanes fly. You right. learn something. But 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 this you know when I ask him about this stall mm. speed is is just is how how fast you got to go before the plane exactly. falls out of the sky. So a stall is when that <laughs> smooth airflow is disrupted because it's not going fast enough to generate lift. So instead of uh, all, all people think that like you know when when you stall you're gonna 
spin and fall out of the sky and mm-hmm. die in a fiery crash. But it's actually a maneuver we do quite often is power on and power off stalls. So with the throttle up or with the throttle down. But really all you're doing is you're climbing, climbing, climbing. You don't have enough airspeed to generate lift on that wing anymore, and you're just going to float down. So it's literally you're literally just a glider mm-hmm. at that point. And, and it's, is it – is the plane just going to stop and then float back down, so like tail go, first, or no, is it going to level out and then? No, it, if, as long as you hold it, hold the. It's called the elevator, <coughs> which is like the back uh-huh. tail thing. As long as you hold that elevator in, you're going to keep your nose up, looking up, but you're just going to f- float down at a 45 degree angle almost. Hmm. Usually, honestly, it's probably like more of like a 60 to 75 degree angle. It's extremely steep, and you don't really realize it when you're doing it, but you are literally almost straight up. Um, but you, I mean, at least in what I fly, I fly trainers. You're never going to, you know, loop the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it just won't let you. Now, but. so say you're at stall speed. Mm-hmm. Can you then like just collide it into yeah, a landing? So that's actually how you recover from a stall is you bring the nose down and you put power in if power isn't already in. Um, so you, you'll bring the nose down to try and just come out of it. That's exactly how you recover from a stall. Um, you increase your speed. Exactly. You're just decreasing the airspeed and increasing, you're decreasing your angle. It's called the angle of attack. It's the relative, all right, well, we're not going to get into that. That is I so Yeah, GTA you want to do that high up, but, 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 uh, but, but it, it, I'm here for it, dude. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's, uh, I, I, uh, I remember, I remember one time, I don't know, I don't want to, we were, we were at a Teterboro and I, I flew, I, I don't fly, but I, I, uh, when I go to uh, British Virgin Islands, I used mm-hmm. to go there for 10 years, yeah. go to, tour, uh, go to uh, Puerto Rico, on a big plane, and then I would, we would uh, fly out on a um, Cessna t- twin engine. Oh, yeah. And are, uh, I was I, rickety down there. Yeah, a lot of times I was, you know, second seat. I didn't fly, but, yeah. you know, everything's there. You know, you could, you could if you want. Yeah. It's like, uh, you know, uh, but anyway, uh, the so one day we went out, uh, my friend's father, and I was the second seat. We were going to, at a T-Borough, and we were going to go down the Jersey Coast, you know, down Atlantic City and come back. Nice ride. So, and we had my his son in, in, in the back. And, and his son, so the grandson. Yeah. So we're coming out, and we're bullshitting. This guy's been like a big-time fighter pilot, uh, you know, uh, ast- you know, could have been an astronaut, but he's, you know, all with, um, uh, you know, Apollo space flight. So this guy is like, you know, really, really good. So we're taking off, and we're talking. We're bullshitting. Yeah. And the tower goes, you guys, you know, are not gaining altitude. or You know, was, I don't remember exactly the transmission. And so at that point, we realized that the landing gear didn't come up. This was a retractable yeah. landing gear. Yeah, yeah. We were bullshitting, talking. And I'm like, eh, okay. So he, so I, I, you know, so he was a little bit apprehensive to re redo the, 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 the um, you know, re uh, push the button again. So it made it was electrical. And he was afraid that the whole thing would just, col- you know, stop. Uh-huh. So now we're sitting there, and there's tons of traffic, and this is where I learned, uh, you don't panic, because you, you know, and he says, listen, this is where people get in trouble. You, you got to just fly the plane. So we went up and we came around. We went past the tower to make sure that the landing gear wasn't, you know, half up or whatever. And uh, so we came down. It was, you know, he did the, you know, the one wheel, the another yeah. wheel, the other wheel, and we landed. And they had fire trucks and everything. It was the whole shit. I remember the kid in the back when we were coming in for our approach. He goes, "I want to go home." <laughs> <laughs> but you know, and what it was, you know, what happened? What turned out to be was that they did a, um, they they main, they did a lot of maintenance on these planes. They just did the maintenance on this plane, <clears throat> and somebody didn't throw the fuse. Oh, and okay. the fuses were really be on, like on his left. Yeah, it's a circuit breaker. And you couldn't get to yeah. it. And I couldn't get to it, yeah. you know. And uh, it was just, you know, but anyway, it was one of those kind of things. Yeah. yeah. So have you ever had a close call plane. at all or anything? Um, luckily, no. Um, 
not really, no. I really haven't had anything quite interesting happen um, other than, like, you know, the boring stuff where, you know. It's I'm what – you don't go out in crazy weather. That's the key. No, you know? that, no. See, that's where a lot I mean, of people – That's where you get yourself in trouble. Yeah, and the, the other place I've seen people get in trouble is when they do – you know, doing a um, um, uh, touch te- – you know, take touch off. Touch and goes, yeah. And then, and then they um, – uh, uh, what do they do? They you know, – they, um, they, 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 they put, you know, especially if you have a big engine and they do that left turn and they crash. I've, I've been, I've seen a couple of those and I've, I talked to a couple of people about them, but anyway, but it's fun. I tell you what, it's amazing yeah, it's being time. up there. I like going when, you know, uh, uh, when, when we do the, um, the, the, uh, Piper Cub coming out of Puerto Rico, yeah. these guys are yeah, so those good. Things are, those things are, uh, and we go around, you just go around the weather, you yeah. know, you go around, you yeah. know, the squalls over there. So it's a lot I of saw, fun. I saw, uh, the Red Barons once. Is that like a flight team? I think. Kind of like the Blue Angels. I don't know what the Red Barons. Oh, they, yeah, what, what they did. They did like the whole go up oh. and then stall uh, the plane, uh, come uh, down. It's pretty cool. Uh, uh. So, um, about this weekend, I think I was sitting on Hamilton with Bertol, I believe it was uh, two fighter jets. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. West yeah. to east, and then cut south and went yep, down yeah. the, down the shoreline. Yeah, so. I think it's three miles out. It's called an ADIS. So it's Air Defense Identifier Zone. Um, So the 177, which is the fighter squadron down in Atlantic City, they do a lot of training out there. So that's why, I mean, you'll see them a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, But there's also something called a TFR. So a TFR is a temporary flight restriction. So it's usually with the president. Um, Really cool. One time we were sitting at the beach, um, and a fighter jet came up the coast. and I was like, well, that's interesting mm-hmm. because Trump had a TFR in Bedminster. So I was like, I bet someone busted it and they're probably scrambling. And they, yeah, the guy was going to go scramble to them. But they really? do all of the military training is out over the ocean. Um, so mm-hmm. that's probably what they were doing. Um, but yeah, there's a, there's a fighter squadron out of Atlantic City. So they're probably up by you guys. That's interesting. I, always, yeah. I always figured yeah. when we saw those guys, they were coming from Lakehurst. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. Lakehurst does not have a fighter operation. Oh, so, yeah, really that. interesting. That's They literally have a fighter jet right in front of <laughs> yeah. the yeah. gate. Yeah, they have a lot of cargo and refueling there. But okay. they don't have any fighters now. Gotcha. Hmm. Well, good luck, you know. Yeah, I mean, ho- hopefully, um, you know. I have to say that's an accelerated program. That's good, yeah, though. Yeah, for sure. I'll come fly over the beach. I flew over yeah. Spring Lake a few weeks ago. Oh, yeah. That was a video that I sent you. Yeah. Yeah, that was a fun time. You don't realize how fast you're going when you're when you're up there because, like, I mean, you guys don't really know, but there's there's a pipe at the very south part of Spring Lake. Um, everyone knows who's watching the brown. I know what pipe you're talking about, brown too. Brown pipe. Love the pipe. <laughs> um, but <sighs> I was out over the Manasquan Inlet. And I, I was like, all right, guys, like, I'll come and fly, whatever. Super turbulent. It was horrible. I, wa- I was like, I'm, I need to go home. But I was like, no, I'm, I'm showing them I can do this. <laughs> so I go out. I'm over the Manasquan Inlet. And I'm like, I have time. Uh, so I'm like, as the, the, the floor is, is 500 feet. You can't go lower than 500 feet. So I'm going maybe like 100 knots, which is 115 miles an hour roughly, um, maybe 1,500 feet. Mm. And I'm like, all right, I have time. I'll drop 1,000 by the time I get to the pipe. And I'm like, all right, I'll start descending now. And I look, and the pipe is, like, coming up in my windscreen. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> so I literally, I, like, cu- came down to, like, 750 feet. And I think I was going, like, 145 miles an hour. It was crazy. But, uh, yeah, and the, everyone was, like, taking videos. The stuff was the coolest thing. But, yeah, it's, it's, it's really the coolest <coughs> thing. Um, and I love it. Uh, definitely a little freaky sometimes. Um, and you do have people who crash in the field. Um, a really good friend of mine from school actually died in... 
I think it was June. He banner towed down wow. to Cape May, uh, died in a crash. Um, yeah, so it's it's definitely definitely unforgiving, much like the ocean. Um, yeah. But you love it. Uh, yeah. You love it until you don't, yeah, I guess. <laughs> but but yeah, so I've, I've had a great time. Well, that one it, that so. one that I watch is called Probable Cause. His mm-hmm. name is Granger. It's a great channel. I mean, yeah. he 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 does he does you know what the, the crashes and he talks about it and you know a lot of it. Like, like I said, is 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 just stupid mistakes. Yeah, most of it's pilot error. Yeah, and, and you know stuff so. that you know. And I, and I tell you, I, I learned this from surgery. And I don't, I don't you know, and like when I have a big case, uh, I could do it myself. But it's it, you know, you, you get more chance of having a, a complication, and it takes longer. I bring in another surgeon, and we, you know, I've I'll buddy, come sit in. No, but yeah, and you know what? I and I and I think the same thing with with these planes. You know, you, especially if you got to do instruments. And I and you, I mean, there's people go by themselves, but I tell you what, you have another set of hands, and that's why, like on the, on, oh, the, on, the, on the commercial, you have, you know, somebody who's dealing with the, uh, you know, the instruments, and especially if you're, you know, there's you can't, it's dark, you can't see this fog. Two people make a big, big difference, and sure. mm-hmm. a lot. I've seen a lot of problems with that. Same thing with the OR. It's one person; they get jammed up, they they get, you know, they, it's complication, and then it crashes and burns, mm-hmm. and it's sad, you know. So. Uh, well, yeah. How I many? Most of it, well, it's all two pilots and all you know all the commercial stuff. So, but you got so many. Those planes are so sophisticated. Yeah. I mean, I there's one guy I watch too. I, I know you can see I'm a junkie with it. <laughs> yeah. He's uh, he's I'll take you flying sometimes. He's a pilot and he he's I think he flies. You have to do a podcast from up there. He he, yeah, he, right. uh, he does 747s. <laughs> he's like a bald headed guy. Yeah. And he's really great. He mm-hmm. has a show and I watch all his stuff and he and he, he talks about you know. Uh, misnomers. He just talks about the physics of flying, yeah, yeah. and uh, some some accidents he talks about. Mm-hmm. But he's, it's really good. It's really interesting. You know, the equipment that's on board there, the redundancies. Oh, one hundred percent. I mean, yeah. and and we have to understand way more than just how to fly it or how flight works. Yeah. Like, I mean, I have I had to learn my hydraulic systems, fuel systems, electrical systems, yeah. engine, like. So many people don't really understand, and actually, the beach guards will make fun of me because uh, it, literally, I'm like the in-house meteorologist <laughs> because the amount of meteorology that I've had oh, to yeah, learn is yeah, insane. Yeah. But I mean, like, I'll like be like looking at a cloud at work and be like, "Oh my god, that's going to be a thunderstorm!" And they're like, "Are you nuts?" <laughs> but I'm like, "No, look, it's good. like it it, it it goes through all the stages of the maturity of a thunderstorm or something like that." And they're like, "You know, it's a cute little nimbus, guys." Literally, well, you, you yeah. know, you know, it's funny, and it's the coolest thing because, <laughs> like, when, when we're looking at the weather, you know, we're trying to figure out, you know, if we're going to close the beach, and obviously, when it, we see lightning, but I I say when I see the the the, the banner plane still flying, I'm like, nah, yeah, exactly. there's no problem. Yeah. Those guys yeah. know. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. When I see flying and it looks ominous, I'm yeah. like, nah. They know, they know, because they, they, you got, do you guys, I mean, the banner planes, and, and you're flying, do you have, um, you could, you could, I mean, you get contact, um, what is it, McGuire and stuff? I mean, yeah, who's, so where are you getting, the, where are you getting your information from? So there's uh, something called an AWOS, it's an automatic weather observation system, and bigger airports will have them, McGuire has one. Right, so um, you're getting. Trenton Mercer has one, that kind right. of stuff. Um, but I mean, there's so many resources, yeah. even on my phone, um, that give you, like, yeah. really state-of-the-art uh, weather forecasting. Yeah. Um, and that kind of stuff. Really interesting stuff. But yeah, um, mainly for them, they'll listen to McGuire. I actually used to work at Lakewood, um, where there's a really big banner to operation. And trust me, if they're flying, it's fine. Yeah. Because they will fly yeah. literally anything. <coughs> yeah. But like until yeah. they can't, they're they're nuts. But yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. that's why that's why I was you know, and, and also we see the casino pier when they, they when uh, they close the rides down, then you know like, it's yeah, big. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Time to pack it up. <laughs> All right, so listen, we, 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 I think it's, you know, we've been an hour and a half. That's pretty good. That was a great show, man. 
Uh, yeah, it was really good. Uh, well, I tell you, spear fishing, that's great. Yeah. Flying. Thank you. Uh, you know, two, two of the things that I, that I have a, a passion yeah. for. Try I don't, I don't, neither am I, interesting. neither am I do anymore because, you know, but, uh, I, uh, go, go for it, man. That's yeah, great. Thank you. There's something about being up there. I, I, the last time, uh, I took a boat from Grenada up to Tortola. It was, it was calm, calm ocean. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it was cause it was just a hurricane that turned around and, uh, uh, in the, uh, you know, and so it was just snow wind, and there was—I uh, don't remember if there was a moon or not—but it was just—it's amazing yeah. when you're sailing out oh, there in the middle of the night. And, and you know, you don't even—yeah, same thing. You oh, know? Yeah, there's uh, really nothing like it. No, no, I, that's the closest I get now to flying is, is my boat. <laughs> hey, it's better than nothing, right? So, yeah. all right, we well, want to say goodbye, everybody. Uh, Nick, thank you for coming. How many beers did you have? I only had two. Okay. Well, All right. Nice. Well, we got to keep an eye. I like two and seven eighths. Uh, yeah. Uh, Tyler, I love your shirt. That's a beautiful Thank one. You. I like that. Uh, follow us, LG.Association. Yep. Email Dr. Catchmar at iCloud.com or lifeguardsoffduty at gmail.com. Like, subscribe, please, and uh, share it. Now, you did, you, did you tell them Let about people it? know we're the number one lifeguard podcast in the country? Good. Spring Lake Mafia, go south and love you all. Thanks for tuning in. You got it. Oh, so uh, uh, have you ever listened to an episode before? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know how we close out? No. Okay. <laughs> uh, you want to explain? You got so, oh, so we, we always forget to do this before the show. <laughs> you're, I'm going to point at you. Okay. I'm going to say, and you're going to say, stay out, stay alive. We say that every day on our speaker system when we have an end. Stay out, stay alive. (laughs) Thank you, for everybody, for watching. And uh, we'll see you next week. All right? Very good.